Weekend Friends. I am your host, Scott Davis, right alongside me, a variant, Jason Hickey. You don't know that. You're a variant. You're not supposed to be in this timeline. Yeah, what are you going to do? Disintegrate me? Yes. Well. <laughs> we are going to talk about Loki. Yes. Episode we one and two. are going to see if the Disney Plus series can go three for three, because... If you've been listening to us, you know that we loved WandaVision, and you know that we we enjoyed Falcon Winter Soldier pretty good amount. I do say I have to say enjoy because right now it is because Loki hasn't finished yet, but it is right now it is WandaVision at the top, and then Falcon. Oh, easily, and, and, and honestly, for me, it, it's more because I love science fiction. Yeah, and while yes, there is science fiction elements to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's much more military tech, mm-hmm. whereas WandaVision is it's all magic. And, yeah. And this one is... I'm not even going, you know, science fiction, yeah. magical whatsoever. My thing is WandaVision is thoughtful storytelling. Yeah. And I'm all about the thoughtful, different, you know, what's happening and what's going to change, what's going to change your mind within that, within the storytelling and trying to trick you in what you're watching. Yeah. Whereas... Falcon and the Winter Soldier is really just a very linear story. It was linear. It was very straightforward. I mean, it had good, you know, ideals behind it, and it was trying to tell a good message. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll give it props for that. But yes, it was much more. It's, yes, it's a great word for it. That's all I'm going with. Is I think it's a much, very linear storyline. Yeah. Loki, on the other hand, Loki is the opposite of linear. <laughs> Holy crap! We're gonna start off in 2012. Yes, literally in. The end of Marvel the Avengers, or in the middle of the movie Endgame, yep. <laughs> or the beginning of the show Loki. <laughs> yeah, very cleverly done. It's basically, it's it's literally the footage from Endgame mm-hmm. of when they're trying to steal the Tesseract, and it goes haywire because of the Hulk, and, you know, 2012 Loki, who has not had all that character development, who just was stopped from trying to conquer Earth, Steals the Tesseract and disappears. Disappears. The Tesseract takes him to Mongolia, mm-hmm. where he then sees a small tribe, little three people, <laughs> yeah, of Mongolians. And he pretty much says, I am Loki. I am the god, and I am here for glorious purpose. Mm-hmm. And they speak to each other. like, what the hell is he saying? What's going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, is all, on, he is all about manipulation through his voice. He's... He... For lack of a better phrasing, because you know we love D&D, he dumped all of his stats into charisma. Exactly. But if he cannot use the right language, which Jason actually learned tonight. I did. <laughs> I did. We're actually recording right after a D&D session. So. <laughs> yes. Um, and if you don't have the right language, you can't use charisma to talk to people. Yeah. So uh, Loki discovers this because they don't know who he is. They don't really care. They just know some dude just appeared in their desert. Yes. Followed by a whole bunch of other people. Yeah, uh, some orange door opens up, and some people in their military uniforms come out, and they start shouting at Loki. Mm-hmm. And this Mogolian is like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. The military people say, you're a variant, Loki, just like Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to take you out of the timeline and fix it all. And then they uh, throw a little bottle down, push it down, and all of a sudden you see things evaporate. Yeah. And now we're in the TVA. Time Variant Authority. Yes. Now, I really had no idea what this was at the beginning Mm -hmm. because I've not read the comics. 
So this, the Time Barrier Authority, I don't know exactly when it started, but I think it was like around the early 70s is when this stuff happened. Uh, but there was a big thing with the TVA, I want to say in the early 2000s with the Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. So during the Secret Wars, what it pretty much was, this is actually the second Secret Wars. The first Secret Wars <laughs> is something that happened earlier than that. <laughs> Sorry. The super Secret Wars. Yeah. This other Secret Wars is for... They were pretty much trying to get rid of the Ultimate Marvel Universe. Okay. And that's where they had instead of the Avengers, they had the Ultimates, and they had um, they are and they had this huge you know like thing where Magneto killed a bunch of people before, and it's like the storyline was actually very um, like realistic in the Ultimate Marvel Universe. Okay. And they wanted they were trying to close down that storyline and merge it with the regular. Uh, uh, Marvel line, which is actually called a 616 line. Yeah, I, mean, I, I actually didn't know that. And when they did that, it was issues with the timekeepers and the TVA, and you know, we had things like that happening. And um, and so that's how I knew the, the TVA is from the Secret Wars. Okay. I didn't really read them much in the 70s. Sorry. Well, I don't know how they portrayed it in the comics, but in this, it seems like a bureaucratic nightmare. Oh, no, that's how it was portrayed. Okay. Then they nailed it. So here's the thing: the TVA, when it originally came out, it was actually supposed to be making it was, it was them trying to show that they can be able to retcon anything they wanted. They, <laughs> they had like, retcon guns. Jeez. <laughs> and it was pretty much it was supposed to make fun of Marvel. It was like you know all like deaths of faceless people, even Mobius and Mobius, who is being played by uh, Owens. Owen uh, Wilson. Owen Wilson. Thank you. And he, his face, he's actually a clone of clones, of, he has other, you know, other clones, but he's, his face is actually the face of one of the artists or writers of Marvel at the time. <laughs> so it was, you know, it, it's really, it, it was like a fourth wall break sort of thing, you know, like, like we're, we're here to set things right. We're here to change the timeline to make it the sacred timeline. Right. And it has nothing to do with preventing time travel. And mm. they get that out of the way right away when they say that the Avengers doing what they did in Endgame was supposed to happen. Yes. Whereas what Loki is doing now, he's a variant and he needs to be stopped. And that is because the time, the sacred timeline, according to the show, is supposed to be one linear timeline, mm-hmm. even though things can go back into it as long as you fix the, what the issue was and it doesn't and there isn't no issues to make a second timeline off of it it is all good so because they stole the infinity stones mm-hmm. from the other points in time when steve rogers went back and replaced them in those other points in time he snipped the branches right and you see actually in the tva you have like motivational posters all over the place and yeah. one of them is snip the branches it's it's pretty clever. And it's the great thing is Loki is trying to use all his powers of manipulation. And he can't. No one cares. Yeah. As soon as he walks into the TVA, they've already put a a, like a, a collar on him. Mm-hmm. And it was like sort of, I'm not sure if it was to dampen his powers or to keep track of him. It was Maybe it was both. Okay. And because when he's in the TVA, he finds a bunch of Infinity Stones. And all those Infinity Stones don't have the ability to use at all. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, I don't know if it's his powers are not available to work in the TVA itself, or if his powers are not available to work because he has the collar on. It's one or the other. I don't think it's both. I I thought it was because of the TVA. I thought that his magic Mm -hmm. that he uses, and he calls it magic, that it was nullified by being in the TVA. Yes. And that's why I'm I'm thinking like the the collar was more of a tracker. Right. And, And like you already said, it also nullified... The Infinity Stones, because mm-hmm. at, at one point during this episode, Loki escapes and he tries to get to the Tesseract, which he knows is in this dude's desk, which 
All right, so so Jason know this knows this dude from Star Trek. I know him also from the Star Trek show, but I know him from See, you don't even know. No, um <laughs> I know him from The Good Place. And that's fair. Okay. And so he in The Good Place, he plays Pillboy. Okay. He's, you know, best friend of Jason and he's, you know, just out there. <laughs> he always seems like he's on drugs. Jason knows him from I know him from Star Trek Lower Decks where he does the voice of Ensign Rutherford. So he gets him from a voice, I get him from visual. And that's the thing. I didn't re- I didn't recognize him right away, but when he he said something in the show and I heard the voice, I was like, "Holy crap, that's Rutherford." <laughs> and I immediately texted Scott because I know it makes his head explode when I point out Star Trek actors and everything else. Well, he actually asked me, "Hey, do you recognize who that guy is?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's that's him from The Good Place." What are you talking about? Obviously, there's a more important show than The Good Place that he's on, Scott. <laughs> but now, I mean, yes, we, back, we, back to the episode. Back to the episode. We pretty much we, we were like, like going through the episode like piecemeal right now. Let me go back to the beginning. Yeah. All right. He gets into the TVA, and you know, as soon as he gets into the TVA, he then gets pushed around. Like Jason was saying, very bureaucratically, oh, very yeah. red tape wise. Like he goes in, he gets shot down to an area where he gets put into his seat and you have a guy with a cat next to him. And he's like, is this everything you said Yeah, <laughs> in your life? And it's just this giant stack of paper. Yeah. Now, here's something that people were actually saying. That cat, people might think that he was a furlong. Remember? the Flurgan. Flurgan. Thank you. <laughs> the, the cat creature from Captain Marvel. It's possible. You never know. Yeah. I'm like, nah, it's just a cat. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> then he gets shut down into, uh, like, a, it looks like a, a, like, a, like a TSA, you know, metal detector thing. Yeah. You know, and the guy, is, he's like, are you an android? And he's like, what? No. Maybe. Why? <laughs> huh? So it's already showing that Loki's questioning himself. Yeah. And, he, and he's also trying to jerk everyone around because it's what he does. Exactly. And then the next thing is he's then brought to, like, the DMV, where he's... I mean, yes, it's supposed to be the judge's chamber, but honestly, to me, it's the DMV, because there's no real... I was going to say, the whole TVA kind of reminds me of the DMV. Yeah. You know, he gets shut, shoved down. He then has to go through and watch a Miss Minutes video, which I loved. <laughs> I love Miss Minutes. It's pretty funny. And he get, then gets put in front of uh, a judge. Mm-hmm. Judge Ren, uh, Raven Renslayer. I think that's her name. She will be someone that comes up in the uh, in the future. She used to be the girlfriend of King the Conqueror. Oh. And I don't know if she is already or something that she's go- is going to happen. We are going to get King in um, Ant-Man Quantumania. Oh, cool. All so right. things might come across from there. We then have her saying, Loki, you're a variant and what you did was wrong. The Avengers were supposed to do what they, what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but the Avengers... I could smell two Sony Starks. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, what happens is Owen Wilson comes out. Yes. Mobius M. Mobius. Yes. Because, uh, honestly, the TVA wants to just eliminate Loki because he's a variant. And yep. He's obviously a variant and he needs to be destroyed, but Mobius thinks that he might be able to use him. And in order to do that, he's got to show him, you know, the, the actual timeline and how it's supposed to go. And at one point during this episode, it's actually a really good moment. Loki gets in there by himself, and he's starting to go through Prime Loki's life. And it, it's kind of a, sh- a shortcut to the actual character development Loki had through, like, five different movies. Mm-hmm. But he's able to see everything that happens. He's able to see that he causes Frigga's death. He's able to see that he actually reconciled with his brother. He's able to see that he gave his life trying to save his brother. And it was 
while it does not replace that character development, it actually shows that this Loki knows what other Loki did, mm-hmm. and it, it's good that he has the knowledge. Yes, there there were some you know little thing, fun things with the with the neck uh, collar mm-hmm. where it was you know because they have a little button that pretty much puts him back to a certain point in time. Yeah. And he had a little small, small escape running around trying to find those Infinity Stones that we said about earlier. And it's, you know, trying to show Loki's small amount of growth within that time. Yeah. And then Owen Wilson comes up and says, hey, we want you to help us find these variants. And he was like, how can, why can I help you? And he was like, because all these variants that we're looking for are you. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. And the next episode, they they elaborate on that. Apparently, Loki is one of the worst offenders when it comes to variants. Mm-hmm. So how many Lokis out there altered timelines and had to be captured by the, these people? We've seen at least six. Yeah. And that was like one that looked like Lance Armstrong, one that uh, was like an ogre, one that was all blue. There was different pictures of, you know, because they were trying to explain these different Lokis. And they're trying, and so Loki's like, okay, I'm going to help you out. And he's trying to find out how this other Loki is hiding. Yeah. Now, there was a slight incident that happened in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, 1985. Mm-hmm. At a Ren Fair. Shout out, Wisconsin. Shout out, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. <laughs> now, here's, I thought the Ren Fair was not in Oshkosh. I thought it was in, like, Pleasant Prairie. I'm guessing it's a, a smaller Ren Fair. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? I don't think it was actually real. What it was, it, I'm it's sure it the uh, the creator of the TVA, uh, that the writer, the one that I told you that looked like Mobius and Mobius. Yeah. He's actually from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. That's the reason why they used it. Interesting. I found that on another. Does the year 1985 have any significance? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. How dare you not remember? Sorry. <laughs> it might have been the year that they actually came out with the TVA. I don't know. I don't Poss- know. Possible. I don't know. So. That's actually where there was a Minutemen crew. That's the name of the soldiers. Of course. They're the Minutemen. Uh, that's the name of the Minutemen crew. They come out, and that's where one of these Loki variants takes control of the mind of one of these Minutemen. Mm-hmm. That Minutemen then takes out the other Minutemen, and the Loki variant then takes this uh, this Minuteman and the time reset thing I told you about before. Yeah, the thing that disintegrates a variant timeline. Mm-hmm. And so the variant took the Minuteman with that time refresh thing, and they went back into an orange door. Right. Now, I do want to say this. That Minuteman Mm -hmm. getting her mind controlled, the Minuteman was a girl, sorry. Uh, But when she got her mind controlled, Loki doesn't have the power to control people's minds. Now, we did see Loki control or manipulate Eric Selvig's mind at the very end of Thor. But uh, that was with was the say, Mind that Stone. That was in Avengers, and it was because he had the Mind Stone. No, at the very end of the, at the teaser end, of the, the you know the, the teaser. Eh, he didn't have the, the Mind Stone then, though. Yes, I, he did. Did he? Because you got to remember this, that that stuff didn't happen exactly uh, you know, yes. right one after the other. But yes, he controlled people's minds with the Mind Stone. He doesn't have the power or the ability to control someone's mind. Well, this variant apparently has that ability. So the variant has the ability, which could be one of two things. Mm-hmm. It is a Loki variant that has the ability of the Mind Stone like the Vision does. Right. Or it is not a Loki variant and it is some other character. Something we will come back into at a later point in time. Yes. Now going into the episode. So this episode is all about doing your research. In order to figure out how the Loki variants are evading capture, they have to like look up every piece of information they have on it. And Mobius dumps it off on Loki because why not? 
trying to think like Loki, so they might as well use Loki. Exactly. And Loki actually cracks it, and I thought it was pretty clever. I don't know if this came from the comics or not, but they, they discovered that variants are essentially hiding in natural disasters mm-hmm. because they can do whatever they want and it doesn't cause a variance because everybody dies in anyway in the end. And how did we see this? <laughs> they tested this theory by going to Pompeii in 79 AD and Loki causing a disturbance and shouting to everyone that they're all going to die and that they're from the future and it worked. There was no variance. Everybody died and their theory is proven. Now, Yay science. Yay science. Now, no, they find that out so then they start looking for all these other events that could occur and where this other variant would be yeah and they settle on a grocery store in alabama in 2042 2050 2050 and the grocery store is named rocks cart after and which actually is supposed to be um a subsidiary of rocks rocks on rocks on is a fictional uh company that you would see in the background of all the avenger movies okay so you see like billboards and signs of that in the marvel television series uh you know things you know, under the Agent shield or runaways or cloak and dagger in cloak and dagger that tv show it was actually like the big bad is rocks on so oh. it, it has come up uh, although the uh, television series world with those those series are not really connected with the marvel uh, cinematic universe it is something that was rocks on is still in the background of that cinematic universe right so i did want to make sure that was okay so I, I don't i was a little unclear as to how they figured out this loki variant was there so it's all from the bubble gum okay so we didn't we kind of glossed over this and didn't say it but one of the uh, in the first episode they went to France and they found some young kid which I originally thought was supposed to be was going to be Joan of Arc, <laughs> <laughs> um, but nonetheless they they found a kid and, and and that kid had a gum called Kablooey. Okay, and Kablooey made the kid's teeth turn blue. Okay, so part of the uh, the cross reference when they were doing the references trying to find out when did this disaster happen was what disaster happened within the time frame of when Kablooey was a live active product. I, I do. Remember and Kablooey was live and active. I don't remember the exact date, but it was within the time frame of the 2050 disaster. Yeah, which was a hurricane hitting this grocery store and killing everyone inside. Yes. I mean, tragic and terrible, but what are you going to do? It's a disaster. Yeah. But does that make sense now? Yes. It does. And I do remember them talking about the gum now. It just was escaping me. So they decide they are going to go to this grocery store during this hurricane and try and find Loki. And this is an entire Minuteman team, Mobius and Loki. Yes. And the the leader of the Minuteman team, she does not trust Loki at all. Not even a tiny, tiny bit. And she insists that Loki's going to go with her. Mm -hmm. So as they're searching through this, I mean, it's a grocery store. They run into an employee. Randy. Randy. Good old Randy. So Randy is talking to this woman and grabs her wrist and you see this kind of effect. I don't know how else to say it. And then this woman, this Minuteman who hates Loki is now the Loki variant. Yes. So we have Minuteman Randy now. Yes. And she's basically talking to Loki about how he's being, you know, he's a puppet and he's pathetic and very Loki speech. Mm-hmm. Very much talking down. Oh, yeah. And then we find a big, burly, bald man. And the Minuteman variant then goes and becomes Randy the Hoss. Mm-hmm. And Randy the Hoss now starts beating up Loki. Yes. Which, I mean, Loki can use his magic at this point. So yes. I feel like he got his butt kicked when he didn't need to. 
Exactly. But then Brandy the Hoss then goes into the variant, Mm -hmm. which is supposed to be a female Loki. Yes. I say supposed to be. I say allegedly. And that is because in one of the credits for the International, now we didn't see this, this was brought on the internet by other people, is that her name is Sylvie. Now, Sylvie is the name of the Enchantress in the Marvel Universe. Now, the Enchantress has the ability to manipulate people's minds, which is something that would occur from her. So I could say that she might be the Enchantress because she has similar powers for that. Yeah. Or it could be a Lady Loki, which there have been Lady Lokis in the Marvel uh, comics as well. Now, what do you think the odds are that it's both? That they're creating the Enchantress and it's a female Loki variant? Possibility. I could see them doing that. It is a possibility. But I would want to have just a Lady Loki. It's, it would be good for that. But I also want to see an Enchantress as well. Yeah. But that is a case that would occur. And we shall see because Lady Loki then opens up a bevy of portals. A bevy of portals. And all the little capsules that she captured, and there were like maybe like 30 of them. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah. And they all went into these little uh, uh, portals and they went to different timelines. And all of a sudden you're at the time, TVA and you see variants are now occurring like on the planet Ego, on Xandar, on in the U.S. in Brooklyn. (laughs) I mean, it's like these... these, Literally everywhere. And now they're causing Nexus events. Remember uh, when we talked about during WandaVision, what Nexus is? Yes. Nexus events are events that cross over multiverse. And if they happen, they could cause a creation of a multiversal tier in the timeline. Yeah. And remember, there are Nexus beings. Wanda, Wanda is a Nexus being. And now with the Loki series, people are thinking that Loki is a Nexus being. I am saying no to this. I don't think that's accurate. Yeah, because in Wanda being a Nexus being, she is Wanda. She's the same. She looks the same in every single Nexus event that occurs. Right. Whereas in Loki, Loki can be a lady Loki, can be a troll Loki, can be a blue Loki. Right. Sort of look like Tom Hiddleston, yes, but not always. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying I don't think he's a Nexus. No, I think he's, I think these variants happen and they're just as cunning and ruthless as Loki is. Yep. So they go and cause havoc. Exactly. Because it's what he it's what he does. And then after all those little pods went away, Lady Loki opened up another door and she ran away. Mm-hmm. And left the door open. Left the door open. And Loki then sees Mobius and Mobius and the other Minutemen coming after him. And he's like, screw it. Yep, I'm going to bounce. And he goes into the door and the door then shuts. Yeah. And that is episode two. This show is pretty out there there's so many questions that you gotta have if you're watching this and we're not getting a ton of answers which i'm great with that i'm happy for it i want i want to be able to run the roller coaster of the show right and i want to be surprised right and the thing is wandavision did the same thing where it just posed question after question after question and then dumped out some answers but then there was more questions and they dumped out some more answers it's one of the reasons why wanda is my favorite out of the three so far Mm -hmm. because i while i enjoyed falcon winter soldier it was much more straightforward it didn't it, it had questions but they were they were mundane which is why I feel a story that has growth within it is something that I want to yeah. continue watching and enjoy. I mean, not saying a linear story is bad. It's just boring at times. Yeah. But that has been our take on Loki. I'm enjoying it. So far, so good. A little bit of news. A little bit. Just, just a tiny, tiny, tiny cornucopia of news. So Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania has begun production. Nice. Now, I think we've said this before. Quantumania is going to have Kane the Conqueror in it. Which will be interesting. Yeah. 
Next piece of news, they had a trailer for the Titans Season 3 coming out for HBO Max. All right. And they released a release date. Oh. So Titans will be out on August 12th. All right. So I got two months to get caught up. Yes. All right. Suicide Squad has an official runtime. Of? Two hours, 12 minutes. Decent. Not not too long. Yeah. But he is fully finished with it. It is ready to come out in August. Yep. It is, it is done. Now, some logistical news now. Mm-hmm. Disney has said that they're going to release, start releasing all new shows. Not movies. All movies are still going to be on Fridays. Okay. But all new shows will be released on Wednesdays uh, following Loki. Now, like the show, the Star Wars Bad Bash, that's still going to continue on Fridays right now because it's just going to finish its runtime. Right. But other than that, it's going to be on Wednesdays. This is to pretty much have a release date on a different day than majority of releases. Right. Because... Netflix releases things on Fridays. Amazon Prime releases things on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're trying to break away and, and kind of carve out a day that's theirs for their stuff. Exactly. So if they can get their own day, which is going to be Disney Wednesdays, yeah. then that's what's going to be. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett has finished filming. So that is ready to be done, and we can start seeing that at the end of the year. Yep. Yeah, they've got plenty of time to do their... Post work and editing and effects work and yeah we'll be all set now jason i do have to say this yesterday was picard day it was did you do anything special for picard day i watched the trailer for season two of picard is what i did okay what was your thoughts on that i am intrigued they are going with time shenanigans in this Timey-wimey stuff. Very timey-wimey, where it looks like somehow changes in the past are affecting the present, and you see many examples of this in the uh, in the trailer. But the biggest thing about the trailer is Q. I thought the biggest thing in the trailer was the fact that Seven and Nine had no um, more implants. That is insignificant compared to Q. <laughs> John Delancey is back, playing Q. And that has been the news. I have been your Geek Scott. I have been your Geek Jason. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.